You know, when they finally opened Disney World, someone said to Walt Disney's wife, how we wish he could have lived to see this. They asked, what would it have been like if he could have actually seen it? And her response to them was the fact that he saw it is the reason it's here. May God, through the power and the influence of his word and spirit, show us things. Paul said that the eyes of our heart can be enlightened. The word enlightened means to see what was already there. And I pray that all of us, through the influence of God's presence, would see things about the blessings of God. You know, when you're walking in a spirit of newness, everything looks differently. Your eyes get enlightened. And I pray that that would be an encouragement to you as we we go into this word tonight. So take your Bibles, I hope you have them, and we're going to Psalm 92. Psalms 92. And I want to join Kelly in thanking you for being here tonight, for honoring this service with your attendance. It means a lot to me. And I believe that the Lord is going to speak to our hearts. And by the time we come to the end of this service, we will all be glad that we have attended. There will be occasion on Sunday night where I will take the message and I'll put it into a prayer model so that we act on it immediately. I ask the Holy Spirit for a whole new way to preach. And one way is to ask you to listen in such a way that you're going to say this to somebody tomorrow. If you know you've got to repeat what you're hearing, you listen at a whole different level. One of the crises in the local church is discipleship. One reason is because we've forgotten how to disciple people. There are many ways to disciple people, not just within a context of a classroom, but one-on-one. And I'm going to start a series next Sunday night on discipleship. It will take some time to come to the end of that. And every message is designed so that as you hear it, you can take it. And the very next day, you can start relaying that to someone else and make disciples. It's a word to you. It's a word to us. It's a word to help those that you are trying to witness to and, and help grow in God. In the process of time, we'll release these spiritual growth plans for you, for those that you are discipling, and just watch what God is going to do through that process. Listen tonight with your heart. Hear what God would say. Psalm 92. It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. I want you to see that the psalm starts in the context of praise. And now turning over to verse number 10, and I'm going to read the second sentence. It says, you have anointed me with the finest oil. Many versions say you have anointed me with fresh oil. There's a reason that the New Living uses the word finest, but it's very appropriate to say fresh oil. And coming into this thought of moving forward and moving in a spirit of newness, May we move once again with a freshness of God's touch on our lives. 
we have something very interesting going on in Psalm 92. This fresh oil comes at a certain time. Back to the beginning of the psalm, you see even above verse 1, it says that this is a psalm, a song to be sung on the Sabbath day. A song to be sung on the Sabbath day. So as this psalm, and there was a cluster of psalms that were songs to be sung on the Sabbath day, in that context of praise, there would be a fresh anointing. It's interesting that it points to a certain day, that this was a song to be sung on the Sabbath. The Sabbath was that which marked the end of a set period of time. And so you looked back, it also marked the beginning of a new set or a new season of time. So because you were not in bondage to the past, you could then look toward the future. And the Lord is showing that when you are going from one to the other, when one season is ending and another season is beginning, there is something that needs to happen in the transition. The psalmist was to sing this song at Sabbath, which would mark a season coming to an end, And a season that would begin. And to move from one season and be ready for the new season. In the context of praise, God gave fresh oil. It says finest oil. Now, where that comes in in this thought of timing. Is that the finest oil came from the first of the harvest. Olive crops had been brought in, and so this oil was made from the olives that had been freshly harvested, so they called it the finest. In order to have this fresh oil, it marked the end of a season of planting, watering, working, waiting, and then harvesting. So it was at the end of a season... Which meant now they would turn to a new season of planting, watering, working, and harvesting. Something needed to happen as they passed from one to the other. We as a church are in transition. There has been a season of planting, of working, of watering, in prayer, God's direction. We have come to the end of that season and now we are looking toward a new season... And what is important is for us to move into the new season in a spirit of newness. And so God has provided in a context of praise, like we've been doing tonight, to anoint us with fresh oil. Fresh oil. This fresh oil, this anointing, comes with authority. Because we're not wanting to move into the new season in our power. We need to move forward in God's power. It comes with an affirmation of the presence of God. This morning and tonight there has been an obvious affirmation of the presence of God among us. That points to the anointing. 
with the anointing, there is assistance for the purpose that is in the new season. We have some work to do. Planting, watering, and harvesting. And with the new assignment comes a new anointment. Anointing. Assistance for the purpose in the new season. So we're at a Sabbath. We are at a transitional point. It marks the end of one season, the beginning of another. And we transition with a fresh anointing that moves us into the new season in the power of God. With the presence of God. And with the assistance for what we're going to need to accomplish in the new season. As this oil was given in anointing in the Old Testament... A person would bow to their knees and they would take this vat of oil and over the top of someone's head they would be anointed. The head is specifically referenced. That's where the anointing started. If the body was to be anointed, it was only going to be received as it flowed down from the head. Who is the head of the church? You know, the answer is Jesus. In church, you're always safe to answer any question with Jesus. You've heard it. The little boy was in Sunday school and the teacher said, what is brown, has a tail, and is furry? And the little boy says, and we're in Sunday school, it sounds an awful lot like a squirrel, but I'm sure the answer is Jesus. We're in church. Who is the head of the church? It is? He is the anointed one. And that anointing flows to the body of Christ. Which tells us I'm not anointed tonight because I'm a pastor. I'm not anointed because I have position. This is important. This fresh oil is not positional. It's relational. The more I know him. The more I seek him. It's warming up in here. The more I commune with him. My capacity to walk in the new wine. To experience the the expanding power of God for the new season. Is directly connected to my intimacy with God. Because capacity is connected to intimacy. The more I know him, the more authority, assistance, and affirmation I will walk in. It flows from the head to the body. So we are called tonight to a deeper walk, a closer walk, a more passionate, fervent heart for God as the deer. Panteth after the water brook, so my soul longeth after thee, O God. Early will I seek thee, oh, that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship 
of his suffering. Oh, that I might see him, that I might see him in the sanctuary. God, my heart is after you. If that is our attitude, we will be anointed with fresh oil transitioning to the new season. Not only is this anointing flowing from the head as we read in the Old Testament, Psalm 133 says it would flow down and it it came on Aaron's beard and that would be a sign of wisdom. When this anointing flows, wisdom is released. As we transition, I'm asking God for this fresh oil because I need wisdom. I want to go forward in his plan, not my plan. I want to go forward by the leading of the Spirit of God. God is doing something here. God is wanting to take us forward, and so we need his plan. And so God, in this fresh oil, we, we, we long for it because we know there will be a release of wisdom. Knowledge is everywhere. My shelves are full of books, and, and, and we can go online and have so much data, so much information. The prayer is not for information. The prayer is for wisdom, so we'll know what to do with the information. That comes from the Father above. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who will give, who will give it liberally. As we are anointed, there is a release. Of wisdom, oh, for the wisdom of God to lead in a godly way, his way, which is the right way. And then it's interesting, it says that it starts at the head, it came over Aaron's beard, and it's, it says it gathers at the border of his garment. Some versions say at the hem of his garment. The greatest concentration of oil after the anointing was always at the lowest place. Very interesting to see this in the context of geography. You have Mount Hermon, and when the snow would melt, it would flow down into the Sea of Galilee, which then dumped into the lower place, the Jordan River, which then emptied out into the Dead Sea, which is the lowest place. And there was such a, there is such a concentration in the Dead Sea that you cannot sink. I have been to the Dead Sea, and it's one of the most amazing things. You can just jump into the Dead Sea, but you can't go under. There is such a concentration within the water, you're like a buoy. You just keep coming back. If you start to go down, it lifts you up. This will preach right here. (laughs) Excuse me for a moment, but I'm going to have a little church by myself. This, this fresh oil releases wisdom. It releases not only wisdom, but it releases an authority. And my friend, no matter what Satan hits you with, because you're walking in a fresh anointing, you're going to bounce back. You cannot go down. When you are at your lowest place, just remember, the greatest concentration of the anointing is at the lowest place. 
And it keeps lifting you up. Hallelujah. I wish we just had time for testimony of people to come behind this, this pulpit and talk about God and his power, helping them to be resilient. Things that should have knocked them down and kept them down, but they just kept coming back. When I was a little boy, I, I got this toy. You blew it up and you could just punch it and it'd fall over. But because it was weighted at the bottom, it would just come back. You could hit it, kick it, boom, boom. It kept coming back. You hit it with all of your might, with everything you had, it would go down, and then it would come back. Satan is going to oppose. That's his agenda. He will oppose in any and every way that he possibly can. He is going to hit us with every fiery dart that he can direct our way. But I have good news tonight. We are walking in a fresh oil, and he can hit me. And just as it says in Psalm 92, we're not only anointed with fresh oil, but we're, we're like the palm tree that flourishes. The word flourish is newness. It is connected to the word fresh. And, and, and the palm tree, what's amazing about it, it has this elasticity that allows it to bend but not break. If you see where the tsunamis hit, where Katrina hit, entire landscapes are forever changed. But the palm trees remained. They're still there. If you've ever talked to someone who's been in a hurricane, they will tell you these palm trees, they bend all the way over. It's just amazing. They're huge. And then they come back. And right in Psalm 92, it says, you will flourish like a palm tree. You have a faith that is built by God that when Satan hits you, you're still going to land on your feet. There is an anointing that will not allow you to go down. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I'm not going down. And this fresh oil was released in a context of praise. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. In a transition Fresh oil releases authority, affirmation, and assistance for the new season. Hallelujah. When last thought on that palm tree, it's interesting that the leaves of a palm tree are at the very top of the tree. And at the first movement of any kind of, of wind, those leaves, they give evidence something is happening. I've been raised in church and I had the great honor of pastoring my home church for 11 years. Many of those years, my incredible, godly mammal was in that church. One of the great spiritual influencers on my life. And she set out to my left, three or four rows back. And if I ever wondered, God, is this me or are you really moving? All I had to do was look over at Memo and just look at the left hand. Because when the left hand started to shake, 
you can know he's drawing near unto us. I was telling you. And so I'd be leading that church. I was about 23, pastoring that church without a clue. You know, pastoring your home church at age 23 should be illegal. You should have seen, I used to be 6'2". You do bounce back, but you're just not as tall as you used to be. And I watch my mamma just all kinds of challenges in life, whether it was physical or other, and, and she just she flourished. There was a spirit of newness. There was a vitality. People would line up at church to see her and talk to her. She had a compassion and a love for people. All ages loved to be around her. She was walking in this fresh oil. And, you know, there are just times that I knew she wasn't feeling physically good. And we would be doing songs at church. And and, and she had hit about every third word. You know, there's just way too many words for her to keep. And she would hit every fourth word. But I'm telling you, she still knew the touch of God. And there would just be those occasions that the palm tree branches and leaves. It was a sign of the movement of God. And, And there are just times you need to just lift your hands and you need to praise him. You need to shake off some stuff. You need to give God glory anyway. Sometimes we have to praise God until we feel like praising God. Hallelujah. When the storm winds blow, I may bend over, but I'm coming back up and I'm going to praise him. There's a, there's a presence of God in here right now. And we ought to just lift our hands and praise him. Lord, we do give you the glory. Come on, just feel free to lift up your heart. We do give you the praise. You're a great God. You're a mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And Lord, what we need is fresh oil. What we need, Lord, is a fresh anointing. Because in that release is the wisdom, the authority, everything we're going to need to be who we are called to be in the new season. We just praise you, God. We just praise you right now. Feel free to just open your heart and praise the Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you all of the praise that we can bring because you are a mighty God. You are a faithful God. You are a good God. You have never left me or forsaken me. You have never forgotten me. Lord, I thank you that you've been there. I thank you that you've been there in transition. You've been there in the good days and the tough days. You've been there, and I give you praise. I give you praise. 